for the News and Observer. I'm Dawn Vaughn, here with your Under the Dome week ahead for Monday, September 13th, 2021. The three big things to look out for this week are the perennial thing every week, the state budget. Um, Not actual any action on that, but more on that later. Uh, The redistricting public hearings are starting this week. And then a different way of our, this is a podcast generally about state government, but we'll be looking to local government decisions this week or potentially coming up this week. So first off on the budget, uh, because we don't have a conference budget yet is why there is a chance that there won't be any floor votes at all this week at the General Assembly. Part of the reason is our number two big thing to look for, the redistricting, but also we're at the time in the session where if they had already passed a state budget and if Cooper had signed it into law or if the veto had been overridden uh, or wherever wherever the budget stood, uh, there'd probably be a break right now. We're at mid-September and the, the leaders of the chambers have said repeatedly that they would have had a few week break at some point in September and then come back for redistricting. But that would assume that the budget was done and it's not. So where things stand right now are about where they stood a week ago. The House and the Senate are still sorting out how exactly they want to meet in the middle or more on one side or the other on different things in the budget. And they have come to an agreement on the tax package, but they aren't announcing that yet. They don't want to say they're announcing that yet. But as of the end of this past week, the budget chairs were all meeting and and nailing down more of that. So assuming they actually made progress at that closed door meeting, what's going on this week is the budget subcommittees are going to work out all those nitty gritty details of the hundreds page long budget conference budget uh, that we'll get a look at for whenever it comes out, maybe, maybe before the end of September, more likely early October, knock on wood, early October. So that's where things stand with the budget right now. Um, And because of that, again, what I was saying, since they're waiting on that and had those subcommittees, uh, there may not be anything that happens in the House or Senate this week as far as floor votes. There's one thing that was that Senator Rabin had pulled back to rules uh, from the Senate session at the end of this past week, but there's not a timeline on that, Senator Leader Berger said, so that, that may not come up this week. So could be nothing, could be something that they they decide that they uh, that they want to get through. So the second big thing, the redistricting, there are several public hearings scheduled this week across the state. Uh, we've written stories about them. You can find the list of them on the General Assembly website, which is ncleg.gov. And that gives you the list of the different uh, redistricting public hearings, um, which is in Forsyth, at one at Elizabeth City State University, or two at Elizabeth City State, no, same one, Elizabeth City State University. Uh, I was looking at the calendar where both the Senate and the House wants to put out uh, their own, uh, you know, their their own meeting event, uh, but it's the same one. So if also on the website, you can submit your uh, public comments online. If you don't want to go, if you do want to go, you can register to, to speak to. So there are several of those. And some of them fall on Yom Kippur, which is a major Jewish holiday, uh, which maybe the schedulers didn't consider when they did that. Um, but that's something to factor in as well that, that people should be aware of. So we'll have, there's, I, I guess, more than a dozen of those meetings, and that's what's coming up. So you can 
follow how those play out. You can participate in them yourself. And that's kind of the start of this process where uh, we'll have new House, Senate, and congressional maps. Again, there's not going to be that break between a special session that would have just been for redistricting and um, the regular long session, which is is generally wrapping up um, again with the with the budget that's left on that. So the third thing that's come out as I record this on you know Thursday evening after Governor Cooper had his um, I guess it's now down to every couple of weeks press conference where he talks about the state's coronavirus response is that he's had a policy shift for a while now, uh, moving from state rules to you know strongly urging local rules. So one big change that's happened on the local level is, you know, he's left for a while now up to the school boards to decide if they want to instill mask mandates. And most of them did. Now nearly all of them do. And there's we're just down to, as of the time I'm recording this, down to just three school districts that do not have a mask mandate in place. But that's not something that's going to come at the, at the statewide level. Some people would like it to. Um, maybe some people want it at the local level. That's that's where things stand now. So also at the local level are any sort of mask mandates. That's something that has come up again with the spread of the Delta variant, which of course is much worse for people who are not vaccinated. And that is again still at the at the local level. The you know city of Raleigh, where we are, um, still um, has one and Durham and, and other places still still have their own local restrictions, but we're not seeing anything from the from the state level. So certainly localities can you know lift restrictions, they can add more restrictions. We might see some changes at the school board level. Another factor at the school board level is something that I've asked the governor about multiple times, and that is any sort of vaccine mandate for teachers and school staff, since we all know that the vaccine is only available for those ages 12 and up. There are a whole lot of children in school that are that are not, you know, they're up through age 11 uh, who can't be vaccinated yet. And should the adults that are around them, even with a mask mandate, assuming that's in place, be required to be vaccinated? So President Biden put something out on Thursday, you know, asking more states to do this, to have this in place. What the governor has said so far uh, the times I've asked him previously, others have asked him, and I've asked him again, you know, this most recent COVID briefing. Um, and he said that he wants the school boards to do it. That's, you know, the phrase you hear often from him is that things are still on the table. There's a whole lot of stuff on the table all the time. But the way things are looking as of now is that that would be up to local school districts. So that'd be listeners across the state. Uh, you might want to to consider what what you do or don't want your um, or what your school districts are doing as far as any sort of vaccine mandate. And there's already for about 55,000 state employees that are under the governor's jurisdiction. They um, were just recently this month required to show proof of vaccination or submit to weekly testing. And part of that is just getting the logistics up in play of how you're going to keep track of that and report that. So we don't quite have those numbers out this week that you're listening to this. By the end of the week, it looks like that the state agencies will be able to uh, to tell people where where that percentage is and a little more about the logistics of, of who's already vaccinated, been vaccinated, is going to, or is doing this, this weekly testing. And a lot of um, workplaces will have it on site. 
So those are the big things that are coming this week. Of course, I, you know, I always offer the disclaimer that there could be surprises and that's the, the fun of uh, government and politics, um, fun, you know, either serious or sarcastic, depending on your perspective. So redistricting public hearings, things at the local level, as far as any sort of vaccine mandates or verification, um, any changes in, in mass mandates. And again, that I think is going to stick around for a while um, because of the policy shift for the Cooper administration, where we're looking at more state or excuse me, more local than any sort of state factor there. And then the, the quiet work of the state budget, which um, come October, maybe we'll have some actual details for you on, on exactly wh what that'll be. So again, I'm Dawn Vaughn from the News and Observer. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. For more from our politics team, subscribe to the News and Observer at newsobserver.com slash subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Under the Dome and NC Insider. And sign up for her weekly political newsletter at newsobserver.com slash newsletters. Thanks for listening.